right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number's to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503 0860 Hope you had a fine weekend. Glad to have you with us tonight. If you were to look at uh, the country as a huge stage, you'd see that there are plenty of guilty actors that are populating that stage. And they're all wearing masks, and they're all wearing costumes, and they're all looking scary. And unlike the naive children who wear costumes they don for Halloween, unaware as they are of the death fears that, that are out there, the mainstream media... They wear their masks year-round. They, they hide behind a mask year-round. And while they consciously bet the United States government, its intelligence agencies, and its allies exercising their God-giving right to inflict death on people around the world, they continue to push nightmares. And it's, they, 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 they push nightmares. They push hypocrisy. Um, I, I just could go down the whole list of what I'm seeing. And what I worry about to the extent where sometimes I feel like I'm not going to be able to cover everything. I, I know the reality is becoming a hell of a lot scarier than anything Halloween can conjure. Like the midterms. Um, but, but when your days and nights are reminding you that, yes, Halloween is here. And the paranormal is alive and well. I think it's time to pay attention a little. I mean, there's a reason why we have this time of year. It's it's for all of us to set aside time or set aside a little bit of time to figure out how things become terrifying in the first place. Nightmares, of course, are explainable, but nightmares that become realities, they begin as tulpas. And, and sometimes they manifest in our reality. And many people can fondly recall the creation of an imaginary friend when they were younger. Imaginary friends are, you know, it's a normal thing usually. It's a global phenomenon. Kids have their imaginary friends. Maybe you even had an imaginary friend when you were a kid. And what that was is it was, you know, if you didn't have a dog or a cat to talk to, imaginary friend was a great source 
to combat loneliness. And it was a means to encourage creative enterprises in children. They would live through their imaginary friends. They would talk through their imaginary friends. But what do you do if your imaginary friend suddenly became real? Would you try to destroy it? Or would you accept its unusual companionship? Now, there have been times, I haven't talked about it much because there's been so many things going on in the world, but I've talked about something called tulpamancy. What tulpamancy, basically, it's, it's forming ideas and theories that end up manifesting. I, I've been told that at times, my crew and I have been accurate in making predictions, and of course, we're often asked about Dr. Heldor. Now, I'm going to tell you, yes, Dr. Heldor, we're hopefully going to try and do a show with Dr. Heldor this Halloween. But that's the thing. Dr. Heldor has become a functioning tulpa. Uh, he is a, a, a tulpa that came from an Ouija board experience that made some accurate predictions. And now he's been made into a personality that we have been asked to speak with again. Now, in essence... Dr. Heldor, you know, some will say that it's necromancy, right? They'll say conjuring a character from a Ouija board is conjuring the dead and conjuring an evil spirit or a demon. I say no. I say it's tulpamancy. I say that whatever came forward, it's now manifesting. It's kind of like having an imaginary friend or we've conjured a character by intense mental, con mental concentration. The law of attraction, the law of contagion applies here because a tulpa is a mental construct that takes physical shape, and once it does... The, the tulpa is capable of being fully autonomous from its creator. Now, we've not met a physical Dr. Heldor. We hope not to meet a physical Dr. Heldor. But, yeah, he's a functioning tulpa. Otherwise, people wouldn't be calling me, sending me letters every day saying, hey, when are you going to talk to Dr. Heldor? We're going to talk to Dr. Heldor. Not tonight, but, yeah, we're preparing a show, hopefully, where we'll be able to contact Dr. Heldor. So I want to answer everybody's questions about that. Yes, we are working on a show, hopefully, where we can, again, have a conversation with Dr. Heldor. Now, I have to say, I'm always reticent about doing that, okay? I mean, I always tell people, yeah, it may be fun, it may be interesting, but I, I'm very reticent about Tulpa's, well, because while some believe that contacts on a Ouija board are, are necromancy, Tulpamancy is different, uh, Tulpamancy, how can I put this? It, it's something that's taking on a life of its own. And that's good and bad at the same time, you see. I remember there was a story. It was from uh, 1972. The Toronto Society of uh, Psychical Research, along with a poltergeist expert, whose name was Dr. A.R.G. Owen, they wanted to accomplish a singular objective. They wanted to create a tulpa, but they wanted to create a tulpa that was a ghost. They didn't want to conjure or contact a ghost. They wanted to explore the idea, the concept of a tulpa, creating a thought form, the practice of willing a tangible form into existence using innate mental energies. So the group was composed of eight individuals, men and women of a variety of occupations and interests, although Dr. Owen himself was an expert on poltergeist. None of the other members claimed to have any psychic abilities or other paranormal affluence. They began their experiment in September of 1972. They created a fictional character. They named him Philip Aylesford. 
And as though he were an actual person, they gave him a history, likes and dislikes, a tragic story with an ending leading to his own suicide, and they even drew a picture of Philip's appearance. So he had a biography, which a group wrote out to better envision Philip's identity in their minds, and it contains some interesting details about a love affair that he had with a gypsy woman and all kinds of other stuff. So after creating this history for their tulpa, they decided that it was time to contact it. They held a seance, and coming up, we will tell you about what happened at the seance. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to Ground Zero. We'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.